Hey mama, talking to your teen can be very challenging. Each child is different, but there is that one that no matter what you try, you just can't seem to get more than a shrug or a one word answer out of them. Today, I'm sharing three ways to get more than one word out of your daughter today. Well, I love reviews and it pleases my heart to see the impact that this podcast is having on mamas of tween and teen girls. I'm going to share this one from Gris Raw. Thanks for sharing. Can't wait to learn how to communicate with my teenager. Thanks for thinking of sharing such a valuable information. Well, thank you, Gris Raw, for that review. And today I'm actually going to be talking about communication. Friend, if you find this podcast transformative in any way, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It's the biggest thank you I can receive. So after this episode, head on down and leave me a review. Hey, Mama, welcome to the Raising Her Confidently podcast. I'm Jeannie Baldomero, a mom of three, wife, friend, mom mentor, and your number one advocate for healthy mother-daughter relationships. I know you're frustrated with this new season of Raising Your Daughter. You find yourself literally Googling parenting a tween or teen girl because you just want to understand and help her out. You wish you could connect with your daughter with tools for a healthy relationship, guide her to be responsible and independent through boundary setting, and create a supportive community for you and your daughter. So mom, if you're ready to create an authentic and genuine relationship with your girl that is thriving and not just surviving, grab that glass of Merlot and kick off those fuzzy slippers and let's get going. I remember the feeling when my conversations with my kids changed. I asked, hey, what do you feel like having for dinner today? Uh, or I got a shrug or I don't know. Does that sound familiar? I almost felt like I was outcasted onto another island, forced to translate this new language of one words and I don't knows or shrugs. I now had to work a little harder at pulling their thoughts out onto words that I could understand. That means learning to read body language, learning to translate what each one word meant, but also learning to change my conversations and my approach to what I ask them and wanting to have more the, than these one word conversations. And you're probably experiencing this too, mama. Perplexed by how to get more words out of your teen girl without being so awkward. Communication is so important. Now to you and to me, because you wanna know what's going on in their life and not make assumptions based on what you see on social media or how she may be coming across with you at home. So you might notice how talkative she is with her friends, but you have to settle with the yes, no, fine, I don't know, answers, right? <laughs> And, are, and you're kind of frustrated because her friends get so much more out of her than you, her mom, does. And your mom. We want our kids communicating with us in a healthy way because it does matter. Communication really is a foundation to relationships. It took me a while to figure this out, but so far, we're moving ahead. And I'm going to share today three ways you can get more than one word out of your daughter today. So are you ready? Go grab your notebook. Number one, stop telling them what to do. 
did that hurt a little? That hurt me when I came to that realization. <laughs> I need to stop telling them what to do. Now, does that mean you are not mom and you can't guide them? No. What I'm saying is that if all that comes out of your mouth are instructions, that's all they hear from you. And that's all they see as a motive to converse with her, right? So mama, rest assured, they know what, they're, what they should be doing. And they don't need you to keep on reminding them, right? Because if that's all the conversations or the majority of your conversations with your daughter, every time you come with a genuine question, they're going to assume you're coming with an agenda, that there's something behind that that question and that they need to be careful how they answer. And if they're not ready to think about the answer, they're going to give you the one word answer because guess what mom does after one word? Stops or tries to ask other questions. And if she keeps on just shrugging and saying, I don't know, then maybe, just maybe you'll go away, right? So stop telling them what to do. Allow them space to do their chores, homework, eat, the, eat on their own time, unless you have a specific meal time, which for us is dinner. Breakfast and, and lunch and snacks, they're on their own because they're old enough to, back then they were old enough to do that. I wanted them to actually be in charge of their schedule. But the one non-negotiable was that we always met for dinner time because it was our connection point. Number two, observe what they are into and genuinely ask questions. Have you ever stopped to, to just understand just exactly what they're into? Um, if they're a little older and are allowed to have social media, what, what Instagram platforms are they following? Right? Or what TikToks or YouTube videos are they looking up that are of interest? Right? Are they looking at specific cooking? Or are they into a specific culture? Or what type of music are they into? Or do they have a specific craft that they like to follow along on some DIY videos? Observe that. Just simply observe, gather some information, and genuinely ask questions out of curiosity. Not because you already know the answer, because that's disingenuous, and of course, they're just gonna not really answer you, but come up with questions that are genuinely because you're genuinely curious about them because when that happens then organic conversation will start to open up one example was when my daughter was into bts quite honestly i didn't even know who bts was um i think my daughter my daughter's jaw dropped when i asked who bts was and so she just looked at me and i knew that i needed to come up with some great questions to ask that I truly was interested about. I really did want to understand why exactly were you interested in this group where they speak and sing in Korean and you have no idea what they're saying, but there must be something about them that you are extremely attracted to. So that's exactly why what I asked, like why BTS? Because, you know, they, I don't even understand their language. You don't know Korean. And she started to explain why. Now, one thing that really connected us, and I remember this instance, was I couldn't tell who from who. I was learning the names of each of the members of BTS, and I kept on getting them mixed up. And we made this a game. 
and it became fun. And that's where the walls started to come down because each time she actually came to me and started to quiz me about who the numbers were, what were their names, and if I could recognize them. So this really opened the door up to my genuine curiosity of who they were. I really wanted to know each individual name and who his fav her favorite was, which in other words, who her bias was. That's an example of observe what they're into and genuinely ask questions and make sure they're genuine. The third is ask open-ended questions they can understand. So we've probably heard that before. You kind of don't want to ask questions like, how was school today? Fine. Did you have fun today? Yes. Because those aren't open-ended questions. They evoke only one word answers. Now, I also added they can understand because sometimes when they don't understand the question you're asking, they won't answer it. And the easiest answer to, for them is I don't know or no or I don't want to talk right now because they can't answer or understand what you're trying to say. Maybe they just don't want to talk, right? So if you did op ask an open-ended question, maybe it's just not the right time to talk. And that's the end of the conversation. Because if you were in their shoes, and I know, Mama, we've had plenty of those times where we're simply just exhausted and all we wanted to do was sit and veg. Have our glass of Merlot, sit down and relax, and not have a conversation. And so when your teen daughter comes from home from school, sometimes girls like to chat, 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 chat. And sometimes they don't. It just depends on who they are. Right. And so not all conversations in the car will go as what you plan. So timing and also kind of genuinely knowing, you know, whether or not they're, they do want to talk at that time. Now, rephrasing your question where it does not evoke a one word answer. So that's an open ended question that they can understand. Instead of saying, how was school today? Or what did you learn at school? They can just say nothing. These questions come from your observation. So instead, ask questions about your observations about your daughter, about who she's hanging out with, about topics they talk about. You know, literally, I volunteer on purpose to drive my daughters and her friends because one, you know, I like to get to know who her friends are. And two, literally, I'm a fly on the wall when they're driving. Some, for some reason, girls just forget that there's a mom driving them around. And so the they just talk, 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 talk. And it I get to learn a lot about what they're into about the conversations they have and utilizing some of their conversations as a way for me to ask questions for my daughter so she can kind of break it down for me and get more than one word out of her and I, it also allows me to observe how my daughter is in a non-judgmental environment believe it or not with her close friends she feels non-judgmental and she's probably the most relaxed right? This awareness of having mom as an authority puts them in a position where they're going to feel judged, right? Which comes to that first point of stop telling them what to do. So if we can break that down and allow them to know that, hey, you know, I'm still mom, but I, re I recognize that you're a little older and you have some freedom of choice and I would love to have these conversations that you have with your friends, then the more we can start observing and asking these genuine questions and they can start to feel more comfortable with us. Um, I think it was the episode before this, episode nine, I talk about vulnerability and that's how we can start 
breaking down these walls that we that our daughters and us unintentionally put between the two of us, right? So ask questions out of genuine curiosity, like I said in the second point. One word answers usually mean I don't want to talk about it right now, which is okay. But let her know that you'd like to talk more about it later, right? Don't let her off the hook. Or maybe she thinks she's going to use that we're going to you're going to use her words against her as a weapon or as an agenda for a lecture. And if every time you talk to her ends in a lecture, then you're going to get one word answers. And how I know this is because I had to learn that myself, having three kids, that not to start changing a casual conversation into a lecture. So I've learned over time to listen to that voice and say, hey, you're getting deeper and you're starting to sound like mom, a mom lecture. Moms, this takes practice that we need to stop getting into the mode of lecturing when we genuinely just want to have a casual conversation with our daughter. Also, just remember, you're not her friend, but how would a friend have a conversation with her girl, right? This is just to get her talking. How would her friend have a conversation with your daughter? Now, think about utilizing the same type of words right? You come with no agenda. It's just, it's just a casual conversations. These conversations can be seeds for future conversations when they're appropriate, but not at this point of trying to just talk to her and get more words out of her. Going back, three ways you can get more than one word out of your daughter today. One, stop telling her what to do. Two, observe what they are in two and genuinely ask those questions. And three, ask open-ended questions they can understand. So mama, I want you, I want you to take these three um, points and practice them, connect with them. And over time, and then again, this is not gonna happen overnight, over time with your consistency, she'll start talking to you with more than one word and these conversations will start to get longer and longer and longer. Don't forget to leave a review down below and I may just read it here. It blesses me to receive one. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.